Welcome to day two of Masterclass Week. I am so happy that you are here. If you are joining live, welcome. Glad to see you. You are listening to this on the podcast afterwards. So happy that you are tuning in. By the way, if you do not know the podcast, it is called No More Mr. Nice Guy, and we talk about helping men overcome nice guy syndrome. I am super stoked about today's teaching because the topic is something that I have coached every single person who has come through my world on at some point. It is also a skill that I had to learn from the ground up. Welcome to boundary setting. Boundary is this word that entered the modern lexicon seemingly recently and it took off like wildfire. And I imagine that that's because people kind of came to this realization of, wait, I can show up in relationships in the way that actually works for me. I'm not just subjected to this dynamic that the two of us created or that this dynamic that society expects me to be in, but there's a way for me to actually create a more healthy dynamic here. Like it totally makes sense to me why boundary setting has the PR that it does. It is a really important life skill. Yesterday in the masterclass on loving endings, I briefly mentioned that in the past four to five years, I've had two different friendships end. And I was bringing that up because the first one was long before I knew how to create loving endings. And the second one was after I really had cultivated that skill. And the first one went down in burning flames. And the second one really did end with a lot of respect. Part of that first one ending was due to the fact that I had no idea how to set clear and useful and supportive boundaries. And I attempted to during that time. And it was like me fumbling and, you know, trying to walk as like a toddler. And so what we're going to do today is just examine boundary setting from a few different angles. I'm going to give you some tips for actually what to say, which was always my struggle. I was like, okay, but, but how do I even say this? So I'm going to give you some actual language that you can use. I want to talk about what is your intention behind boundary setting in the first place and then also some ways to think about healthy boundaries with ourselves, which was a whole new world for me when that opened up and has been really, really useful. Let's get started. Boundary setting is one of those things that when we finally get it and when we finally start implementing healthy boundaries in our relationships, it is revelatory. It is truly like this mind-blowing experience of how different the quality of our relationships can be and how different our ability to show up in a way that really works for us can be. So I don't want to have to sell this anymore. It's likely that if you are listening to this, you have some curiosity around how boundaries could support your world and or you've set them before. Maybe sometimes it feels awkward and clunky. Maybe sometimes it's smooth. Other times it's not and you're not really sure why. Maybe you've never set a boundary before and you know it is the right thing for you. All of those reasons mean you were in the right place. 
All right. So let's just first get on the same page about what the hell is the point of a boundary? So a boundary, if we were to think about it in a way outside of relational dynamics, a boundary is a line that demarcates one space from another space. Boundaries in relationships exist to honor your needs, your values, your goals, your feelings, so that you can show up in a way that's true for you and doesn't compromise your integrity. You may have heard the Prentice Hemphill quote that says, boundaries are the distance at which I can love both you and me simultaneously. And Mark Manson has a great description and he says, healthy personal boundaries equals taking, taking responsibility for your own actions and emotions while not taking responsibility for the actions and emotions of others. Herein lies the rub for folks who identify with having nice guy syndrome. Nice guy syndrome is a whole conglomerate of patterns that ultimately boils down to nice guys being way up in other people's shit and feeling taken advantage of, feeling resentful, feeling compromised, et cetera, et cetera. One of the most life-changing things a nice guy can do for himself is to start setting healthy personal boundaries. And so if that is you and you are listening, I'm really proud of you for being here because this is a life skill that can make your whole world a lot easier. And who doesn't want that? The way I think of a boundary is being in full ownership of myself, my needs, without trying to control another person. So a boundary does not exist to say, here's how your behavior needs to be moving forward. No, a boundary exists to say, here's what works for me. And one of the things that can stop us from setting boundaries is actually not even knowing what that need is. So if that's where you're at, where let's say there's a relationship in your life that feels sticky, there is tension there, it's not working for you, but you don't know your need. This is where I'd recommend taking a pen and a paper and writing out everything that's going on for you in that relationship. Because when it's just living in our head, almost like a cloud of tension or aggravation, it can be really hard to sort through and clearly state to yourself, oh, here's my need. And so step one is getting all that junk out of your head because it's likely you've been ruminating on it and been pissed or felt slighted at kind of the same things over and over. Get it out on paper. Every last thing that comes to mind, this is called a thought download. Literally just dump all of the thoughts that you have about this dynamic onto a piece of paper. And when you get to the very end, you don't have to reread it, but just pause and ask yourself, what do I need here? And simply see what comes up. Sometimes there's a big cloud of junk thoughts in the way 
because if we have been in dynamics that don't work for us and make us feel compromised, but we haven't stood up for ourselves, yeah, it is really likely that there's just a lot of mental noise in the way from understanding what your real need is. So get that out of your head and onto a pen and paper. You can burn it afterwards. You can tear it up. It's not about the individual thoughts. It's about creating the space to have the answer emerge within you to the question, what do I need here? So that's a start. Why we set boundaries is because I want you to imagine feeling comfortable in all of the dynamics that you're in, comfortable with how you're showing up, comfortable that you're not going to compromise yourself. I want you to imagine feeling like no one in your life is taking advantage of you. Imagine knowing, just having a deep knowing that if something doesn't work for you in a relationship, that you'll say something or you'll set a boundary. I want you to just imagine having the self-trust that you will have your own back in dynamics where there's something that doesn't work for you. That's the point of boundaries. The point of boundaries is to be in connection in a way that really works for you so that ultimately it supports the connection even more. So when we're thinking about a boundary to set, the first question I want you to ask yourself is, what's my intention here? Because there's a healthy intention and there's an unhealthy intention. The unhealthy intention is to try to control another person or to try to manipulate or to try to use your behavior to get them to act in a certain way. That's unhealthy. That is not the point of boundaries. A healthy intention is something like, I want to be in this relationship. I want to deepen with this person. And I see a different way for us to be connected that'll support the health of this relationship. If you simply don't want to be in the relationship, perhaps it's time to go. So a boundary isn't necessarily a stand-in for a relationship that you want to be out of. In that case, it might be time to listen to yesterday's episode on loving endings and GTFO. Healthy intention is coming from a place of wanting connection there. An unhealthy intention is coming from a place of control. And it can be really, really useful before you set the boundary, before you even come up with what you want to say, to just pause and ask yourself, what is my intention here? Okay, so I want to start with some boundaries with ourselves. Before we talk about setting boundaries with others, sometimes if you're not in the habit of regular boundary setting, starting with some self boundaries can kind of help prime the pump, let's say, for thinking about this. I'm going to share some examples of boundaries that I have with myself that have been really supportive. And again, we're starting with what's my intention here. 
So this first one, my intention was I needed more sleep. I really wanted to prioritize getting that eight to nine lush hour night. So I have a boundary with myself that I will be in bed by 10.30 p.m. on weeknights. And that was coming from a healthy place of I operate at such a higher level when I'm feeling rested. Other boundaries I have with myself. I don't look at my phone until at least 30 minutes after I've woken up. Another boundary I have with myself is if I get angry when I'm in a conversation with someone, I leave the room until I feel that I've processed the anger. And then another boundary I have with myself is if I have an issue with someone, I tell them. Let me just give you a little context on this one. This one is a somewhat recent development in the last three to four years. And it's been really useful to just name to myself how I'm going to respond if I have an issue with someone. I grew up in a house where it was, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And so that was my ammo for many years until I realized just swallowing it created a lot of internal angst and resentment is not fun to carry around. Resentment does not connect us. So the first time I remember this really coming up, meaning the opportunity for me to hold this boundary with myself, I was on the phone with a friend two summers ago. And we had both just been on separate week-long coaching retreats that were amazing. And we were telling each other about the retreats and we were both just feeling so lit up. And I was jumping right back into a full week of work after this. And she was telling me that she was going to Sedona where she had rented this amazing Airbnb. And she was just going to let all of the learnings from the retreat just sink in And she was just gushing about how she was going to have the next 10 days to herself in quiet solace in the mountains and hike and blah, 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 blah. And as she's telling me all this, I'm starting to seethe with envy, just seethe. And I can feel the envy rising like steam. And because I have this boundary with myself where if I have an issue with someone, I'm going to tell them I decided I'm just going to tell her. So I said, hey, I'd like to tell you what's going on with me right now. And she said, please do. And I said, I feel so much envy toward you because I would love to take the next days off, next 10 days off in some beautiful Airbnb location where I can just chill and kind of let this whole retreat week sink into me. But I have to jump right back into work and I have a super busy week of blah, 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 blah. And that is that moment between us and her responding with so much care and understanding is one of my singular favorite moments I've actually ever had in a friendship. It was so connective and it really illuminated why this boundary is in place for me. So that's an example of a boundary that we can hold with ourselves, And what's required when we have self boundaries is maintaining them. 
we're the only one who can maintain them. It's nobody else's job except ours. If you're expecting someone else to hold a boundary with you, you've got to start by holding the boundaries that you have with yourself firmly, lovingly, and with respect. So that brings us to setting boundaries with others. A couple of things I want to mention about this. First and foremost, boundary setting when you are in a calm state is the most effective way to get your point across. Sometimes we want to, in the heat of the moment, just expel the way that we need the other person to show up or not show up. And reactivity is just not the best way to really establish a boundary that you want them to take seriously. So let's start by just the simple reminder that expressing your boundary when you're in a calm state probably going to be the most effective way. Second, boundaries can change. This is not set in stone. Your boundaries can change whenever that change is true for you. It can change on a dime. Continue communicating them so that other people around you know that. And one way that I have learned how to think about boundaries that really just opened me up was from this coach who I just love. Her name is Victoria Song. And the way that she talks about it is, here's how we can walk together. An expansive boundary, one that doesn't feel limiting or like you're trying to control, an expansive boundary, the subliminal message is, here's how we can walk together. So keep that in mind as I'm taking you through a couple of these examples. So the big hang up, like I mentioned, that would stop me from really feeling clear in my communication was I didn't even know what the fuck to say. Even if I did know the difference that I wanted to make in the relationship, I didn't know how to say it. And so I just want to give you some straight up language examples because I really needed this at the start of my journey. And sometimes just having a little template can make things a lot easier. So Brene Brown's way that she talks about is really straightforward. It's what's okay, what's not okay. And I'm just gonna put these up here on the whiteboard. And this means if you're saying to someone, if you're setting a boundary, let's say you're setting a boundary with your mom and you don't want your mom to ask you about your love life anymore. You could say, hey mom, here's what's okay. It's okay for us to talk about my career, to talk about my travels, What's okay is for me to share with you if there's anything interesting going on in my dating life, but what's not okay is for you to ask me about my love life anymore. And then what I'd highly recommend is if you do X, then I'm going to dot, dot, dot. So the follow-up there would be because again, we're not trying to control what you're doing in this example is just being really clear with how you're going to show up. And so 
when you said, what's not okay, mom, is for you to ask me about my love life. Then you could say, if you do ask me about my love life, then I'm going to end the conversation. And sure, you could get context. You could say, this is actually kind of a, a stressful or a sad or a low part of my life right now. And so to just be asked about it incessantly has been really hard for me. You're welcome to give context. If you do X, then I'm going to is a really helpful way to set a boundary without controlling someone's behavior. Another way to think about this is to say to someone, if you start yelling, then I'm going to leave the room. Or if you, okay, here's another one. I'm comfortable with, but not comfortable with. So I'm comfortable with, but not comfortable. This is another way to set a really clear boundary. Let's say you have someone at work who has been reaching out at all hours. A way to use this one would be to say, hey, I'm comfortable with getting back to you between the hours of 10 a.m. and 7 p.m., but I'm not comfortable responding after that time. Another way to say this would be, I'm cool with, but I'm not cool with, you know, if you want to be a little bit more casual. And being explicit helps both parties. Another one is simply, I can show up in this way. I can show up can be really helpful if you want to make explicitly clear your availability, how you're going to show up. I had a friend who went through a breakup and she needed a lot of support from friends. And when she asked me, hey, can you come over on Thursday night? I could really use some support. I was able to use this and say, hey, I'm available. I can show up for two hours from seven to nine. And that's an example of a boundary where you're using explicit, whether it's time, whether it's a different type of, of availability to set a boundary in advance. And again, it's just about you. You're just owning you. So that's just saying I'm available for two hours that night. Okay. The, these are the fundamentals of boundary setting. What's okay, what's not okay. If you do X, then I'm going to I'm comfortable with, but not comfortable with, or I'm cool with, but I'm not cool with. And here's how I can show up. I would love to hear how these work for you. And I would invite you to try setting a boundary, whether it's with someone else or with yourself this week. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kath Brooks, K-A-T-H-B-R-O-O-K-S. And let me know how that went. I would love, love, love to hear from you. The link to my Instagram is also in the show notes for the podcast. 
I would love to know which of these you used, if any, or if there's another way that you set boundaries that really works for you. Hit me up. And also, if boundary setting and saying no and owning what you want and no longer being in relationships where you feel taken advantage of feels like it is an important part of your life right now, then oh, do I have a treat for you. I am launching an eight-week group coaching program. It is called Awaken to Greatness. It is for high-achieving men who are growth-oriented and are really ready to level the fuck up. That means overcoming the nice guy syndrome in an intense eight-week container. And together, we are going to do a lot of boundary setting. We are going to start by roadmapping out the big vision that you have for your life and then taking a machete through the metaphorical jungle and hacking away at everything that is not aligned with that. And by the end of the eight weeks, you are going to feel like you are building toward your vision in a way that you have never done before. It is like a fast track to success. Plus you get the group accountability, the group encouragement, I'm super stoked and we start next Monday, February 12th. So if you are into that, there's also a link in the show notes. Click away and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good luck with all this boundary setting. I'm rooting for you so hard. You've got this.